know what depression feels like. It feels like a thousand pound weight holding your body down in a pool of water, barely reaching your chin. So no matter how bad your neck hurts, you gotta keep your head up to survive. It's looking at the sky, seeing how far away heaven is from you right now. It's how much you hate now, and every second after it. It's the feeling after you realize that, that one thing that you want so passionate is drifting past your tips. And each time you reach to grab it, you get a mouthful of water, and you sacrifice drowning. Depression is the pressure bouncing against your chest. Asthmatic air keeps seeping in, even though I don't want to breathe again. Depression is finally falling asleep and waking up so pissed off for no apparent reason in the morning. It's a constant state of mourning when the only thing that died is your pride is pushing everybody that loves you as far away from you as humanly possible because I don't deserve them. Desert them before they desert me. It's quicksand sinking. It's feeling alone in a room full of people. It's, it's all right. Well, I'm here with Robin Johnson of Montana's Peer Network, and we're going to be talking about uh, healthy minds and healthy bodies today. So thanks for... Um, for joining us today, Robin. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. So uh, tell me about Healthy Minds, Healthy Bodies, uh, the peer approach. Well, Healthy Minds, Healthy Bodies, the peer approach is a wellness program that's been created by Montana's Peer Network, and it provides education around the importance of whole health, trauma-informed care, peer support, and other things. We do this by providing interactive workshops, webinars. We're going to do podcasts and use of social media. Okay. Well, I would uh, love to hear more about uh, the podcast and the webinars, and maybe we can uh, collaborate on hosting a webinar for you all as well. Uh, but speaking of the workshops, where will you be having those? Well, we've had one in Conrad and one in Stone, at uh, Stonechild uh, Tribal College in Box Elder, and we're going to have one next week in Lewistown, and then we plan to have one in Helena and Butte and Great Falls this year, this, this next summer. Oh, good deal. We'll have a total of 14 workshops across the state over the next two years. Hmm. All right, and that sounds pretty informative for peers and professionals alike, uh, but as far as people you want to attend, uh, who can come? Who, who, who may attend? Oh, it's open to the public and to uh, providers, but the materials especially geared to people living with mental health or substance use struggles. Mm-hmm. Our workshops are led by people in recovery from co-occurring disorders who bring mm-hmm. their own unique approach to recovery. And together with the attendees, we'll explore the mind-body connection and the overall well, the importance of overall well-being to recovery. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of literature, thankfully, coming out about the connection between mind and body and using uh, mindfulness and wellness. Um, but yes. specific to uh, Montana's Peer Network, uh, why do you all find this valuable, the uh, well-being to recovery and the importance of the mind-body connection? Well, because people with serious mental illnesses served by our public mental health system die on average 25 years earlier than the general population. Wow. This is from a widely accepted report given in 2006 
by the National Association of Mental Health Program Directors on morbidity and mortality in people with serious mental illnesses. Mm -hmm. Most of these early deaths are related to preventable medical conditions such as diabetes, hypertension, respiratory problems, infectious diseases, including HIV. Hmm. So it's important to get the word out. Yeah, so, I'm I'm just blown away by that. Twenty five years earlier, that's that's huge. My goodness. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's see, pretty scary. Yeah, it, it is. I, I'm I'm taken aback by that right now. Uh, and I'm wondering if you can speak about why the incidence of problem is greater among people with mental illnesses. There are a number of very significant factors associated with this finding. The first one being that people with mental health problems or behavioral health problems often live in poverty and experience mm -hmm. social isolation and trauma. Mm -hmm. And this can lead to higher levels of stress, which leads to more physical problems and early mortality. Mm -hmm. wow. The second one is smoking. It's a key factor. 75% uh, of people with mental health problems smoke compared to 23% of the general public. Half of all deaths from smoking occur among patients with mental health or substance use disorders. And every year, smoking kills over 200,000 people with mental illnesses. Hmm. Well, I know okay. there was a, uh, let me just jump in really quick. Uh, uh -huh. I just read a report recently about the correlation between people with uh, clinical depression and those who use e-cigarettes, those new cigarettes that are electronic. So that's another uh, you know, contributing factor to smoking. Um, so yeah, it also it, it connects. But what what other factors are there? Well, obesity is a factor because of the physical comp complications that come with it, namely diabetes. But mm -hmm. obesity is frequently accompanied by depression, and the two can trigger each other, influence mm -hmm. each other. Um, a study of obese people with binge eating problems found that 51% also had a history of depression. Mm. So that's kind of a double sword there. Yeah, um, you're right about that. The uh, double-edged sword of, of unhealthy eating and uh, mental illness, and you know, some folks, unfortunately, a, a lot of a lot of us with mental illness is sometimes isolate because of this stigma, which can lead to increasing and things like that. Um, so are there other things that contribute? Well, they do say that there are medication side effects are also included as a risk factor. Mm -hmm. The high prevalence of cardiovascular disease can be explained in part by unfavorable medication side effects. And weight gain from particular medications is also prevalent. Yeah, yeah. I know that there's a couple of folks that have had weight gain from um, uh, some antipsychotics and medications given to people with schizophrenia, which contribute to weight gain as well. So are there yes. other substances that, that play a role in this as well? Well, the use of alcohol and drugs is associated with a number of health problems, including mm -hmm. liver disease and various cancers and hypertension and and psychological disorders. They say about 50% of the people with mental health problems have some sort of alcohol or drug um, 
struggle, and they guess that half the people with a men- with a drug or alcohol problems have some sort of a mental health disorder. So they kind of play hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a shame. And last but not least is the lack of access to quality health care. That goes back to a lot of people not having insurance coverage at much higher rates than the general population. And there's a lack of knowledge by the provider of this population, which contributes Mm -hmm. to the poor quality. I've heard that um, if there was a medicalization of mental health struggles, to where it was treated like a medical problem, it would not only reduce stigma, but it would improve the quality of care. Oh, yeah, I agree with that 100%. It, it's it's really interesting how a physical illness or something like, uh, like cancer or diabetes has such a different connotation to it versus uh, schizophrenia or psychosis or uh, bipolar disorder or what have you. Uh, just that stigma really changes the way we treat and the way we uh, accept care as well. So all of this is, sounds very poignant to, to these days and times. And um, going back to smoking, uh, a lot of folks that I know with mental illnesses do smoke, and that speaks in large volume to this 10% of people with mental health problems that smoke compared to 23% of those in the general public. Just yes. the, the, the cost of of smoking that much it's significant. I don't know what cigarettes cost these days, but I'm sure it's over $4 a pack, and that's a lot of money. Yeah, they average about $6 a pack now. $6? My goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, that's a lot of money. Uh, So, and and all of this, all these things you're talking about, all these, 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 all these things that contribute to mental illnesses being more significant, talking about smoking, talking about obesity, medication, alcohol and drugs, and the lack of access to quality health care and the, the lack of familiarity of physicians with mental health disorders. Are these things addressed in these workshops? And if so, um, how do you address them? Well, our, the focus of our workshops is just general well-being. We're focused on recovery. Mm-hmm. Understanding the mind-body connection can help alleviate a number of these risk factors. And we also encourage peer support as being very important to the people that tend to isolate and feel alone. Mm-hmm. And it's also important to understand the role trauma plays in our behavioral health problems, in understanding ourselves and the problems we're coping with. Trauma is becoming more and more recognized as playing a factor in a lot of the mental health and substance use problems. Mm-hmm. Early childhood yeah. trauma, especially. Sure. Yeah, and, I, and I, a lot of trauma from from the men and women coming back from overseas overseas after fighting and conflicts. A lot of the trauma that happens there as well, I'm sure, contributes. Oh yes. To mental yes. illness, especially like PTSD and, and whatnot. So, yeah. And so all these things are happening in these workshops. And for those that are in Lewistown, when is that workshop coming up? That's May 29th from 2 to 4 at the okay. Community Senior Center. Good deal. The 29th, okay, and the 29th. Yeah, we're and, looking for... And, and are there spots still available for folks in Lewiston that want to go? Oh, yes. The door will be open. Great. Well, I have a friend that's in Lewiston. I'm going to let know about the uh, the events uh, as soon as we uh, finish talking today. 
can folks visit your website for information? Yes, they can. They can go to mtpeernetwork.org. Okay. And how about contacting you directly? Is that an option for folks? Sure. It's Robin Johnson at mm-hmm. 55... No, that's the office number. My number is 590-7822. Great. Well, certainly appreciate you giving out your contact information about that great event coming up in Lewistown, as well as the other ones that are coming in for the next few weeks. Uh, I would like to talk to you uh, again about this, and I'm wondering if it's possible if we could maybe include a person who attended one of these workshops with you to talk about their experience at the workshop. Would that be an option maybe in the future? Yes. I I know someone here in town in Great Falls that has attended the workshop in Conrad, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure she'd be happy to visit about it. Great, because I'd love to hear more about this and, and also what a person gets from this and how we can keep including more and more people in projects like this and projects that, that Montana's Peer Network provides to really get keep the, the, the peer movement going and get more people um, in, with some, in with some peer support and just being a part of the movement to reduce mental illness and reduce stigma especially. Yes. We're really hoping with each community we go to that we'll find someone that wants to be a peer advocate from that community and perhaps let us help them set up a, a support group in their community mm-hmm. and encourage peer support locally. Well, yeah, I mean, that's I think that's a huge part of it. The, uh, I was talking to someone the other day about um, physical health and mental health, and a lot of people think if once you solve an issue, it goes away. And I was relating to them that if you think about if you have a heart transplant, and that transplant was was brought on by unhealthy eating and an unhealthy lifestyle. If you get a new heart and start from scratch, if you continue with those same habits without extra support to keep you going, that heart's going to deteriorate just like the previous one did. Right. Similar, similar to mental health. Unless you have a, a peer advocate or several peer advocates or you're part of the peer advocacy movement, um, all these problems that, that, that contribute to, to continued... Uh, mental illness to continue mental health issues are going to repeat unless you have some support by your peers and or you're being supported to other peers as well. Yes, and and that can be key, being supportive to other peers. It, you benefit greatly by playing that role mm-hmm. also. So. Well, again, Robert, thank you very much. And for those, again, uh, mtpeernetwork.org. There's going to be a training next week in Lewistown. If you have questions, Robin was nice enough to provide her phone number a moment ago. And uh, you can also reach her at robin at mtpeernetwork.org, I believe. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, yes. great. And Thank you so again, much Robin. for having me on. You're very welcome. And we'll talk again soon uh, with that uh, person from Conrad. And maybe we can okay. speak again. And uh, look for more information at mtpeernetwork.org. And Robin, thanks again. I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, there's a river that winds on forever I'm gonna see where it leads Oh, there's a mountain